Welcome to Chapter 4 of HealthSystemCIO.com's panel discussion on the Young CIO. This segment focuses on the enormous benefits of networking, how CIOs work to create balance in their lives, and the advice they wish they would have gotten as young CIOs. A few of you have mentioned during this discussion things like organizations like Chime and being able to have that the resource for professional development, but then also networking and um, any kind of like uh, memorable uh, conversations you've had with someone, either if it was kind of reaching out, like you know, how do I handle this, or anything that that kind of sticks out as you know being a really useful towards your own professional growth. This is Joe. I, I have a couple actually. David uh, has been a great resource for me. Um, you know, and just kind of understanding some different things. You know, it's it's different sometimes when you've been in the same organization and and gone through there. I mean, there's things that you don't get to experience. And, and David and being someone who's kind of moved around and, and has experience at other places, uh, different systems and things like that. So, I mean, he's been a, a great uh, resource for me, and, and we've texted back and forth a, a number of times. The other experience I have is when I first kind of got into this role, I wanted to get involved, you know, kind of locally and in different organizations and stuff. And and Chuck Christian was somebody who was one of the Chime um, CIO boot camp people who I had reached out to and was priorly from Indiana before he took his current role. So um, was able to share some contacts and get me involved in the local HIMSS um, environment, things like that. So I, I think Chime is, is great from being able to get out there and network and, and meet people. Um, and, and you never know when you're going to have a question need answered. And uh, ha- having those Rolodex of people that, that you can reach out to is, is extremely beneficial. I'd like to add to that and mention that um, you get to a point where you need to go that next step. And um, so I had looked at Chime as that next step to, you know, broaden my background, so to speak. And it was, I'll be honest with you all, it was intimidating at first to attend my first Chime um, with a blonde hair, female, young, these are all great attributes for the bar, but I don't <laughs> feel they would be I, – I honestly didn't feel I was going to be well accepted as an equal, so to speak, especially being from a rural, a rural small facility. But I, I learned I was wrong. I was welcomed with open arms, and I would attribute many of my successes just from networking and communicating with you know, folks that I've met and chimes, what's available from Chime and hymns. So. Yeah, this is David. I think – I think just as a younger generation um, leader, we just have to take the first step and just ask. Just ask for help because most of the time people will respond and assist if needed. So, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone on this call have reached out to someone and we reached out to others or even have been asked questions and we always respond in any way we can to help someone. So I think, you know, we just have to uh, a younger leader coming up in the ranks just has to take that first step to ask a question, not be afraid to ask a question. I think taking that first step has is always intimidating at, uh, at the starting point, but after you get through that, I think it, you know you can make some great connections, and you never know where it could take you. This is Brian. It just would add on to what everyone else is saying. Chime Chime's been a great resource. The boot camp was um, was a, a great uh, learning experience. HEMS has been good of meeting people in networking events at HEMS, local chapter and the national meeting, um, a vendor health conference, and University Health Consortium, the listservs there have been 
also a great resource just to reach out and, and get others' expertise. Everyone seems to be, they're, they're always very willing to help. And, and at first you're kind of, well, well, will you get that answer if you're reaching out? And, and the answer is usually yes. And, and there's people that are willing to share and, and help you along the way. That's great. Okay, so one final area I wanted to touch on is, is work-life balance. And it's something that's kind of like become this little trendy topic, but um, actually achieving that is uh, far from uh, attainable for a lot of people. And being on the younger side, that you tend to be a little bit more likely to have um, younger children, as I know several of you do. So how do you navigate this? And, you know, having like this very demanding leadership role, but then also tending to your family as well. And if you want to start, um, I know that you, like me, also have young children. Actually, we both have twins. So if you want to just kind of share a little bit of, you know, how you uh, deal with this. Well, I deal with it on a regular basis. I actually had a CIO once ask me when, I am, when we were in Orlando Hymns, he saw me pregnant, and he actually asked, how do you expect to be a good CIO and do your job well and have a kid? Um. I mentioned, same as you, effortlessly. And I mentioned okay. to him, did you know that I have a set of four-year-old twins at home? You know, we don't know each other well enough to make assumptions on how well someone does something. So I, I deal with this on a regular basis, but I have the most incredible boss. Um, our CIO is very family-oriented. Um, there are many times where I have to work from home because actually – you know, yesterday my daycare had tonsillitis, so I had to stay home and work from home. So there's many times where you just make it happen. Um, you know, much like that gentleman had mentioned to me at the conference, don't tell me something I can't do or I'm not capable of because I will be sure to prove them wrong. So we just make it happen. I, I work while they sleep and then maybe sleep while they work. <laughs> right. And this is Joey. I, I would kind of tag onto some of those things. I think you know, technology in general has made work-life balance uh, both easier and harder. You know, we have the ability um, to work from home of an evening. You know, a lot of what we do is is email and communication and things like that. So the requirements to per se be in the office uh, aren't necessarily probably as stringent as what they were prior to some of the abilities um, that we have. I have an awesome CEO and leadership team and, and, you know, being able to to not be in the office but still work and, and get those things done is there. And another big thing for me is, is we're fortunate that my wife's able to stay home with our kids and, um, you know, that does make my life easier so that when I'm here I can concentrate. I know the kids are taken care of. Um, I know that she she's taking care of getting them to school and, and all those kind of things, and, and that does make my life a little easier so that when I get home, I can spend that time with them and then finish up work after everybody else is in bed. This is Brian, and the culture of our organization here is fantastic, very supportive. Um, my leadership team also, everybody really chips in and covers for each other if we need to, and that's been fantastic. So um, it, it really has been, there's definitely day by day of, and things that you're looking at that you have to manage, but I know that if, if I need some time for something that I have a, a great team that'll that'll cover for me and, and we'll still move forward as, as an organization. Yeah, this David, I agree with what everyone says, and I think it's also uh, has to do with you know what we talked about earlier is surrounding yourself with great people, right? I have to surround myself with great babysitters, great nannies, because 
I do have three small kids, um, so you know I think it's that 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 plays a big role in really maximizing all the time that we have efficiently. Uh, I, you know, I do get up. I, I don't sleep much. Uh, when I do, I make sure I get good sleep. But when 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 I'm up, I may make sure I'm trying to maximize every minute of it, of it. And then there's also you know taking the time out to do things that 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 you you want to do just for uh, having a little bit of you know. I don't know if it's if, if you're ever disconnected, but just getting away from things. I know we have a couple of golfers on the line, but it, even though it's difficult, I'm sure it's also important to to take time out too to just be you know away from work. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of business done on golf courses too. So um, yeah. I think when when I get to do um, those two things, that helps keep things moving. I, I think much like everybody else on this phone, we don't want to miss a minute of our children's children growing up or, you know, time we can spend with them. Um, and it sounds like we're all very well supported by our um, CEOs to make that happen, to be able to provide as a great parent as well as a great employee. Yeah, and I'm sure that you would find that, you know, the, the more that uh, freedom you're given there or the more support, the more likely you, you are to really want to do your job well and, you know, kind of reward the, reward the fact that you've been, you know, given the given that support, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think it's important as as we as leaders that we, you know, I'm I'm sure that everybody here tries you then try to do that for your staff as well, and so that doesn't just become a a, a thing that you, between you and and your boss, whether it's CEO or whoever that might be, you know, that's a culture you try to set as an organization. And you know, one of the things I mean, we try to if someone asks for a day off, you know, unless there's some big project in a, in a deadline. I mean, they know what's on their plate. And so, you know, you try to come together as a team to make that work for everybody. Yeah. Okay. So um, just to kind of close, I wanted to see if anyone just has any, any further thoughts or maybe even either thoughts or just advice for, you know, the people who are younger and are coming into the CIO role, just, just maybe something that you wish you would have known or just something that they should really keep top of mind. Um, you know, in preparing to or aspiring to step into the CIO role? Um, this is David. I would say, you know, when you're young and energetic, there's some times where you really have to slow down and think twice about a decision. I've, I've, I've made many rash decisions that I regret these days because, you know, when at, at that moment and at that junction, I didn't take that moment in time just to really think about that decision as a bigger picture. So. Uh, slow down if you can. It uh, doesn't have to move as quick as you feel in your mind. You know, similar to um, a pro, pro athlete playing sports, when you're going from a college to pro ranks, the, the game moves extremely quick. But the, the best players in the world, the game actually slows down for them. So I would say the same applies for being a younger generation leader. I completely agree with the slow down. Um, I would agree that was something I needed to do. Uh, I was trying to conquer improve too much way too fast working too hard needed to step back and slow it down a bit and this is joey and the one thing that i would say is to to people out there who aspire is is don't be afraid to to put yourself out there um you know don't worry about being 100 percent prepared and and those things, when when the opportunity comes up to take on responsibility, you know it's okay to to learn on the job a little bit and uh, not necessarily just have to wait that next time for somebody to ask. And just to add to that, I think it's okay to learn a lot bit 
because I think we all learn every day. <laughs> yep. All right. And I'm honestly not sure lot bit is a word. <laughs> <laughs> New words are added every day, too. That, that, you you got to love a dictionary.com, urban dictionary, <laughs> things like that. You need new terms. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I want to thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. I mean, you clearly obviously have so much going on and a lot on your plates. So it, it really means a lot that, you know, you were all able to get together and talk about this and really great perspectives from all of you. And I think this is going to be very interesting for others and really beneficial too. Thank, thank you. Guys. Thanks for the invite. And yep, us all thanks, together. For, thanks for asking. Yeah, sure. Thanks so much. And uh, hopefully I'll, we'll get to catch up with you all individually at some point down the line. Sounds good. Everybody have a good day. You too. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.